I'm retiring from being an influencer. But not because I'm tired from storytelling and sharing my truth and my journey with you, but because aren't we all creators? I find the term digital creator or content creator such a funny thing because in this world where social media is simply a technology of communicating our truth and by being exposed to other people's truth, being invited more deeply into our own remembering. I think with the term digital creator or influencer, what we forget is that social media, Instagram, TikTok, likes, comments, DMs, all of these are just tools. They are the external expression of an internal, invisible, profound soul technology that is here to bring us closer together. And it's up to us whether we use it as a vehicle for departing from our truth and being stuck in judgment and comparison and division, or if we choose to use it to dive deeper into your own unique truth, knowing that it is valid, knowing that your emotions are valid, and knowing that your voice matters. This episode was made on Zencaster. The only influencing that I am committing to continuing doing is reminding you to stay in your own truth and pave your own path. Because if there's anything I've learned from being in this interesting digital marketing content creation storytelling business, it's that there is no roadmap. And the most important step that you can take is to commit to the unknown over and over and over again. To stop looking around for maps and answers and blueprints for how to monetize your gifts and passions and what makes you feel alive and work with what's in front of you. But most importantly, play with what's in front of you. I started sharing my life online when I was 15. I had a live journal and It all moved towards being a career when I was in grad school in San Francisco, studying fashion merchandising and marketing, and our professor encouraged us to start a blog. I learned how to use a blog spot. I learned how to publish blog posts on that platform, and that's what equipped me with making that decision. Years later, when I was living in a tiny room in New York City, in Soho, and working in fashion. That's a story for another day, but I want to give you a little glimpse into the arc of my journey within this space and where I'm at today. My intention with this solo episode is to take you behind the scenes of my creative journey and how it aligns with my personal growth journey, my soul path, my business journey, and my ability to express my truth in the world. Made this recording activate your own knowing and give you the courage to walk your own path in your own unique way. So for me, it all started on Instagram. I started posting pictures of my breakfast on Instagram, and then it turned into a blog, into collaborations with brands, into traveling around the world, 
doing events and doing everything from one-off content creation and recipe creation for brands to these long-term year-long packages with brands that I supported and used daily. Parallel to that, I was developing my journey as a social media consultant and speaker. And in my speaking career, I was lucky to travel from Colorado to DC to some other beautiful cities and events in which I got to speak about social media, building your personal brand, sharing your story, building a community, and creating a presence that aligns your internal world with your external goals and your business. And that was one of my most favorite things I've ever done. I ended up using the outline from my talk to create a course. And at first that course was a mini experience on Skillshare, which actually still exists. It was a prototype for what ended up becoming my signature eight-week conscious social media program, which is a live experience, which I have taken probably close to a hundred of entrepreneurs and healers and coaches, creatives through. And it was a combination of all of the personal development work that I had done, all of the different modalities for healing and spiritual inquiry, together with the marketing, social media, and storytelling skills that I had developed over the years of developing my own brand that took me around the world and put money in my bank account and introduced me to so many incredible humans around the world. Two years ago, I intentionally took a six-month break from all sponsored content on all social media platforms, and that was to really stop the busy work and realign myself with what I want to do in the world, what I want to express myself creatively as, and what kind of brands I want to align myself with. And then in 2021, I heard a very clear whisper in a medicine journey that it was time for me to release all of my courses. And at that time, it was the conscious social media program that I was launching live from time to time, plus offering it in an evergreen way and a handful of really powerful workshops that went into specific topics around social media. For example, there was a human design and social media. There was a short form video storytelling workshop that was the most popular one I'd done. There was a productivity and managing your energy instead of your time workshop. A lot of these were done in collaboration with previous podcast guests, and it was such a a beautiful experience to co-create with other beings in that space. Since releasing all of my online courses and starting to come back to working with brands, but in a way where I really allow myself to tune into whether I'm meant to work with a brand, I only say yes if it's truly exciting for me. So more than 90% of all brand inquiries I get are a no. I'm in a lucky position where I don't need to post sponsored content to make money. And partly thanks to social media, what happened is that my husband Eric and I, we bought this tiny cabin in the forest in the Catskills. You may have followed our journey if you listened to my podcast episodes with Eric. And it was truly a shack in the woods, in beautiful woods. But it was a very simple home, very old home. And for a while, we lived in it as is. For the winter, we ended up traveling to Argentina and having an epic experience there. 
And then we came back and saved up some money, decided to start renovating the cabin. And first the plans were very small. We just thought we would break one of the walls to make a bedroom. At the time, the whole house was just one room and then a tiny room around the corner, which Eric used as his office. It was truly tiny, not like sexy tiny that you see on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok, but tiny and cottage core. I know there's like a whole niche following to the cottage core aesthetic, which reminds me of where I grew up in Soviet Russia. And I remember when we started renovating and making it a lot more modern and beautiful and spacious and bright, there was a whole group of people that came after me who said, we wish you kept a cottage core. Anyway, a big theme throughout my experience as a human on this planet right now is being present to my truth and owning it instead of putting other people's expectations and likes first. And this was a, a small exercise and glimpse into me truly stepping into that and committing to beauty, creating beauty around me the way that I see it, not the way somebody else sees it. So the small, tiny renovation turned into a huge, tiny renovation. And we added a mudroom. We added a gorgeous bathroom with crystal art in it, gorgeous shower and a huge skylight. So you're showering and under this epic crystal grid under the stars in a forest in the Catskills. And the home ended up being featured in apartment therapy and some other publications. And I ended up using some of my social media content, particularly on TikTok, because there was a whole series of content of us moving from New York City to the country to a town of 100 people in the forest that totally blew up and went bonkers viral. And so as I was sharing our crazy adventures of minimizing our possessions and moving and then finding peaceful moments within our daily life and new rituals from gardening to mushroom hunting to just watching the sunset on top of a hill, there was a really big community that assembled to go on this journey with us on TikTok. And I ended up leveraging that to pitch brands that I wanted to work with for even further renovation. So there was a beautiful siding company that takes Wyoming snow fence and repurposes it to be this beautiful character rich siding that we partner with. It's called Centennial Woods. It's totally gorgeous. We also partner with Signature Hardware that provided us all of the fixtures for our bathroom, which was really the center of the house. And it was really fun and cool to be able to use my storytelling skills and particularly my video storytelling skills to pitch to brands and to partner up for us to get products and for them to get footage and to get mentions and to get exposure and to see their products in real life setting and inspire their beauty. I never felt like we would be in that house or in that area forever. I didn't know when that chapter would come to an end. But what was interesting is that the moment we finished the renovation, I knew that it was time to make moves. We visited Austin, Texas, to feel into whether that's the right place to move next. And it was. So we started planning. And packing up the whole house and listing it and moving felt like such an enormous undertaking to uproot your whole life, pack everything up, and to let go of this beautiful life that you just created. It seemed almost impossible. 
not only we renovated the tiny cabin, but we also had built a shed that was our offices. Plus, Eric built a huge 1,000 square foot workshop that was his art studio, a lifetime dream. And there we were following the call to take the next step into the unknown. We sold the house. Luckily, it all happened right before the mortgage rates started hiking. And we made quite a bit of money. If we chose to not work for the next year, which sounds totally impossible for who Eric and I are in the world, we're such natural creators. But if we chose to not work for the next year, we could totally do that. And so I'm in this unique position where following your huge vision, even before we had the money to follow through on it, taking it one step at a time, making the proactive outreach to involve brands in this to make it even bigger. It all paid off our creativity, our storytelling, all of our unique different skill sets. They all came together to create this beautiful oasis that found the most perfect and aligned buyer. And so we ended up having this financial freedom, this financial cushion that has allowed me personally to soften into receiving, to being present, to always being guided, to being present to this idea that I don't need to produce or prove or be acknowledged to be valid, to be worthy. That has been a huge journey that I have been personally going on of truly stepping away from any previous successes that I've had in my creativity and in my business life and not seeking that validation, that affirmation in what anybody else says about me or my work. A big theme throughout all of that has been it's not about being liked, but about being in my truth. And if that pisses somebody off, that's none of my business. Because I grew up in Soviet Russia, there was this really hard wiring of being nice, pleasing others, and making sure that everybody only says good things about me, which sounds so crazy. How can we ever control what anybody thinks about us? And now that I'm stepping into putting my own feelings and emotions and my truth first, there's been so much spaciousness and so much liberation that I feel like I'm starting to get access to. And it is so, hmm, it is very life affirming. So interesting. This is becoming a journey through my content creator, influencer life, as well as really a big spiritual and personal update of some of the themes that have been moving through my life. And so where am I at now on the earthly realm and on the spirit realm? At the moment, the first thing that I'm holding space for is this energetic space for myself, for Eric, for our whole family, weaving the invisible tapestry of healing, of truth, of peace, supporting Eric as he recently started a brand new business and his first business, which is a digital marketing agency, has been really taken off. And we both are very present to the fact that 
each of our successes is not just that person's. Whatever we create, our support for each other is absolutely vital. I learned so much from Eric about negotiation, about um, pitching deals. He's such an incredible teacher for me. And I know that for him, this feminine energetic space that I hold, the energetic, but also the earthly of making sure that he gets his food, he gets his coffee so that he can keep going and do what he does best, solving the puzzles of business, putting the people together. It's been a really beautiful journey of exploring my femininity, expanding into receiving, but also seeing the value that I bring beyond the earthly. That's been a big task that my mentor, Michelle, has been inviting me into of my values, not just in the beautiful food that I make. It is the invisible energetic tapestries that I weave and all of the work that I do on myself and how it ends up being reflected on the material realm. So most of my work that I'm doing right now and have been doing for the past year or so, no one will ever see or know. I've been releasing my deeply ingrained addiction to hustle, producing, and being recognized and being approved. I've been softening into receiving and expanding into being guided by source, trusting the unknown and walking with, with joy and with playfulness. On the earthly realm, what that looks like is podcasting. My podcast has really been at the heart of everything that I do. I work with select brand sponsors to create, sometimes it's a TikTok, sometimes it's a few Instagram posts, sometimes it's a package of ads for the podcast. Affiliate income has been an ongoing theme, so I make affiliate commissions for some of the products I promote, such as Ceremonial Cacao. And there's other creative projects that are brand new that I will be sharing more as I'm ready. One of them is music, and another one is in the area of content and ritual. And I have also continued doing select consulting and mentorship, which has been such a gift anytime I connect with anybody in that way. Anything that comes through for them is also for me. And it is so potent and medicinal because anytime anybody's drawn to me and my work and says yes to being one-on-one -on -one in this ceremonial space that arises when somebody chooses to say yes to being fully witnessed and supported and expressing your gifts in the world, it is truly magic. Outside of that, there's other things that come up, but at this point I say no to probably over 90% of all sponsorship opportunities, speaking opportunities, and all of that, because at the center of my value totem of everything I do right now is, am I meant to do it? I know I can do a lot of things. I know I have a lot of skills. I have a lot of connections, but am I meant to do it? So the more I've been tuning into what I'm meant to give my energy to, whether I understand why at the moment or it will unfold with time, that's really been the guiding force. Speaking of brand sponsors, I am so grateful to have had this one brand as an ongoing show sponsor. I am so excited to share with you that my number one podcasting tool since day one of this podcast, Zencaster, is sponsoring this episode. I remember when I first started my podcast, it seemed like solving a tech puzzle. 
but I've been using Zencaster since day one and it's made it so easy. It provides studio quality recording from wherever you are, gorgeous HD video if you choose to record video, and even built-in episode editing. What I love about it is that it records separate audio and video tracks for me and my guests, so the editing process is a lot more customized. Plus, they offer secured cloud backups, so I've never lost an episode. It's super easy to use. There's nothing to download. My guests just click the link and we start recording. For the past few months, I've been testing the automatic post-production and every single episode you've heard, including this ad, was fully made on Zencaster. It's so good. It makes it easy to also post-produce videos, both horizontally for YouTube and vertically for Reels, Shorts, and TikTok. One of the tools I love the most is Zencaster's active speaker detention. It leverages AI to automatically detect the participants that are speaking, and when the active speaker changes, the participant who's on the larger screen automatically switches. So this makes editing and post-production so easy and allows you to reach more people by posting your content on more platforms at once. It's super convenient and I'm a huge fan of Zencaster. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and enter promo code Xenia in all caps and you'll get 30% off your first three months of Zencaster Professional. It includes unlimited audio and video recordings, hosting up to 10 guests at once, audio and video mixing, and unlimited English transcriptions. You get a 14-day trial and can always downgrade to the free account if you choose to. That is Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R.com, promo code K-S-E-N-I-A, all capital letters, or click the link in the show notes. It is time to share your story. So four years ago, I would say I made about 80% of my income from brand sponsor deals At this time, it is split pretty evenly between consulting and brand deals. And then the third most powerful source of income is affiliate. And in terms of energy, where 90% of all of my intention and heart goes is definitely the podcast. And I so love sharing the journey with you. So next, I will share some of the themes and lessons that have come through as I have been moving through this interesting journey of sharing my heart and my work online and from time to time monetizing it really well and from time to time not monetizing it at all and trusting the waves because I feel like the content creator slash influencer career is such a new phenomenon even though storytelling has been around for such a long time on earth but this particular combination of taking your unique medicine And using storytelling to share it using the means of social media is a newer field. And so there's not really blueprints for alchemizing and identity shifts. And there's been some really beautiful podcast interviews that I've done with people who have gone through these kinds of identity shifts as public figures being watched on social media. One of them being with Eleven. I believe the episode was 188. It was absolutely epic and I highly recommend it. So because there is no road that is known, I find it to be such a beautiful invitation into the unknown. And for me as somebody who really values being a trailblazer and doing things before most people get there as a manifester in human design, I know that one of the reasons that I was no longer stimulated by doing what I was doing is because it's just become such a typical thing. 
it's automated, it's algorithmic. There's all these platforms connecting influencers with brands. And that's not how I like doing it. It felt like it removed the human aspect of creation for me. And I really miss that. So one of the lessons that has come through that is guiding me in my creative self-expression in the world is not chasing accomplishments, whether that's a number of followers or how much money you make, but who you become in the process. This lifetime is going to go by in a glimpse. And personally, I didn't love how I became in the process of being an influencer. If I'm really honest, it felt like my ego got totally inflated. I was giving attention to all the wrong things about the beauty of having a community and being heard. Yes, of course, I still did a lot of beautiful and wonderful things and I still get messages from people and how seeing what I was sharing awakened them to their own truth. And I'm really grateful for that. But somehow within that, I really lost myself and I lost my creative freedom and I felt like I became part of a grind that I had chosen myself. And if you look at the corporate world and how that used to be something that people looked up to, you would choose school and a profession and then go into a certain career so that you can climb this corporate ladder and then feel imprisoned by it. And then it's time to retire and then you die the following day. Like that whole story is previous generations. So what is our story? And I feel like so many people have chased being a content creator because seemingly it offers so much creative freedom. Your time belongs to you. But in reality, if you just continue being driven by those external metrics and accomplishments, it becomes a prison of your own creation. When you're just in the grind that's not helping you live the highest expression of your soul, then how is that better than a nine to five at a boring desk job? And so those are some of the questions that I've been asking as I took a, an intentional six month break off of any kind of sponsored deals. And I really hope that these questions that I'm asking as somebody who's been in this for a little while are going to help people who either are in the same position or you're considering getting into this. And it's not like you can prevent burning out or getting bored, but may this be a permission slip for your identity to feel free to be alchemized and to shift and to change, to shed parts of your creations that no longer feel aligned. I know that for me, some of my brands and creations, I had outgrown them and I kept trying to fit myself into them and it just wasn't working. It took me a while. It took me years to get real with myself and finally acknowledge that I'm not meant to be doing this. There's other things that are meant to come through me. And the only way I can hear what they are is by making space. As a manifester, when everybody else seems to be doing something, I'm no longer interested in it. I'm meant to initiate and create new ways. And I was one of the, I was the first person I knew who was working with brands and charging them for content way before sponsored and paid partnership button existed on Instagram. And from being a content creator to working with brands to course launches, I get bored of templated ways of doing things. Now, it's also very important to distinguish. Sometimes you know that you have outgrown something and it's no longer 
aligned for you to continue doing it. But sometimes you get lost in comparing how you're doing it to somebody else. And you start telling yourself the story that the market is too saturated or that there's so many people doing it better than you. And this is a point where I invite you to pause and take a deep breath and distinguish. Is it that your not-enoughness is kicking in and you're comparing yourself too much? And is it an invitation to stay in your lane? Because I guarantee you there could be billions of people, not even millions, billions, doing the same thing. But nobody's going to do it with the unique flavor that you're doing it. So that's where knowing your story and owning your story and owning the unique parts about you and telling them this is what makes a difference in who you are and how you share and why people are magnetized to you. So when you tune into what I'm sharing now, is it that you've outgrown part of your self-expression in the world and that there's something else that it's time to make space for? Or is it that it's time for you to hit mute on all of the accounts that you follow on Instagram and turn up the volume on the inner voice that has gotten you here in the first place? With following too many people who are doing similar thing to you, there's also the catch of judgment and being paralyzed by judgment and comparison. It's honestly the most draining force to creativity. And when you focus on the frequency of what you don't want to be, that robs you of all creativity. So if you've been doing that, catch yourself and stop yourself mid-sentence and pause and redirect. And if you don't feel like you're in the energetic space to create and share, then don't push it. Allow yourself to go through the wave of what you're feeling. If judgment is coming up or comparison is coming up, instead of judging yourself for it, so like judgment on top of judgment, a cake of judgment, not so yummy, what if you ask yourself, what is it about this person that I am triggered by? What is it about what they're doing that I'm not allowing myself to fully step into? And then allow yourself to move through all of the waves that come with that and you will feel so free on the other end. And by the time you've moved through that wave, you will have the creative space and freedom to actually share. And it won't be from a place of should, and it won't be from a place of must, but it will be from a place of being a full spectrum human who knows that some days you're going to feel low. Sometimes you're going to feel uninspired. Sometimes your brain is going to go in comparison and that's okay. Can you remove the layer of self-judgment on top of that? Watch the magic that unfolds when you do. Sometimes pausing and getting quiet is the best thing that you can do for your business. We're so wired for constantly launching something and announcing something. What if you just showed up and said, I don't know, I'm taking a pause. It's time for me to listen. Whenever I've seen anybody do that on social media, I found it to be so refreshing and it's such a profound invitation into getting present to our own rhythms instead of the rhythms of how everybody else is doing things. A beautiful episode with my friend Allison Charles, I think it's 165, is about a sacred pause and really making sure that you take time for a sacred pause because sometimes this is the most powerful business decision you can do is stop creating, stop producing, and listen. 
I've had so many moments in my content creation career where I've thought to myself, I have these communities of hundreds of thousands of people watching me. I should be monetizing this better, or I should hire a business strategist to help me monetize this in a smart way. But that is completely giving away all of my power to some authority out there who I pretend knows better what is best for me and my self-expression and my soul journey. So what I've been doing in the past few months is pulling all of the power where I've given that away back in and knowing that great things happen when I'm present for myself. Any kind of success or magnetism begins within when we're present for ourselves. So I've been honing in my storytelling skills. I've been taking courses. I've been honing, owning my truth and expressing my voice. I've been taking singing lessons and medicine song keeper sessions. I've been truly asking myself, am I a product of my own product? Anytime I feel stuck on social media and I'm not sure what to share, I go back to my own teachings. I check out my own social media posts and I allow myself to apply my own teachings on social media and the energetics of it to myself. What do I choose to amplify? Because anytime I put anything out there or I interact with any kind of content, I'm amplifying that in the world. So when I'm feeling low, I take a day off. I watch Shantaram. I make a new Pinterest board. And when I feel that creative wave taking me over and I feel like expressing and sharing and writing, I follow that too. How can you set yourself up to have that kind of creative freedom where you are not a, an employee of your own expectations and schedules? I find that the more I give myself the grace to be where I'm at and not try to monetize or launch, the more peace and freedom and love and truth I'm connected to in my daily life. And that spreads everywhere, including business. That is my wish for you, and that is my desire for you as well. And I know that it's possible. And the language that my mentor used is pretty extreme for this, but she said that what I've been doing with all of my businesses and the shutting things down, some might consider career suicide. If you think about it, all the things I've been building and the recognition and the courses, then to all of a sudden take it all and make it unavailable, it seems pretty crazy and reverse smart. But that's what I heard from spirit and that's what felt right. So I'm continuing to trust the unknown. I don't know what I'm launching next. I know I have a song coming out soon and there's a video transmission that is meant to come with it and that's what I'm working on. I continue to share as I'm moved to. I continue to hold one-on-one -on -one space that is really profound for people ready to merge the visible and the invisible and how they express their souls and their humans in the world. And most importantly, I continue to listen to my body, to nature within me, to nature around me, and to what makes me feel alive. And that's why I am retiring from being an influencer. And the only influencing I'm committed to doing is reminding you to own your own truth and pave your own path and go beyond the labels of what your career, your profession, and what you do in the world might want to be called because you are so much more than that. You're a multidimensional being in a human body having this experience 
at this precise time for a reason. So don't discredit all of the journeys you're on simultaneously. Really acknowledge and celebrate yourself for all of the inner work that you've been doing, for all of the waves you've been riding, for all of the space you've been clearing. Even if you've been doing it for a while, it seems like the next thing should be here now and it's not being revealed. Trust that too. The unknown is where the miracles happen. Keep trusting the unknown. Keep trusting the miracle and keep being present for yourself and for your truth. Thank you so much for tuning into this journey update. If you're considering sharing your life online or being a content creator or you're an artist sharing your creations online, you probably already know that when you step fully into your truth and start sharing it, all of the areas where you not have yet chosen to grow will get triggered and you will have this choice to choose growth or to choose to hide. So for me, having my content creation career, my blogger and influencer career, and then having my spiritual journey as a soul separate didn't work out and I tried. For me, having an integrated journey that combines all of it and in which my personal life triggers my career growth and my career growth triggers my personal growth, where it's all this intricate woven journey this web of creation expressed through different facets. This is how I see being a truth teller and a storyteller in the world. And that's why I do not identify with the label of being an influencer or a content creator because we are all creators. For me, storytelling is a life. A life that integrates my inner journey with my outer journey with the courage to share it. Every single thing I say yes to promoting online, it has to be in alignment with the humans behind it, with the products, with the messages. That's what I desire. And that's my vision for the future of how I continue showing up in this online space. I'm going to link a handful of episodes that are related to all of these topics. So if you are curious to check them out, they will all be in the show notes. And a lot of this episode was inspired by my interview with Tom, whose podcast I'm going to be on soon. It's called Creators Are Brands. I love his podcast. I love Tom. He's actually been a guest on here. So I will make sure to drop my interview with him in the show notes as well. For me, there's something really magical that arises when I get in the room virtual or in person with humans who are open to asking questions and exploring and sharing where we're at. Anytime anybody's interviewing me for the podcast, I typically get a download before the interview where I'm shown the specific topics and energies that I'm meant to share. So it's always really fun to go there and be a guest. Thank you for sharing this sacred space with me. I would love to hear what you're taking away. Please tag me on Instagram, ksenia.brief or web8.fm. I would love to see what has moved in you and I would love to know what other podcast or podcast episodes trigger your knowing, your truth, and your remembering. So please share them with me. 